Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 166th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Joined, as always, by the boys. Um, a, 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 a weird week 15 of COVID, Tuesday night football. We, we had to... I, I don't know. I found it fucking weird as hell that I had to watch football on a Tuesday. I'm I'm not opposed. I don't know if I'm opposed to more football days. Like I like my Sunday Monday. I like even ad- adjusting to Thursday took time for me. But I was like, okay, I finally got there on Thursday, even though the games are usually shit. But like Sunday Monday Thursday is enough for me to keep my marriage intact. Like if we start pushing into more football days than not, it's going to cause problems. Yeah, it's Christmas. I mean, I I don't know if I can say more football is bad, but Tuesday and Wednesday football is weird. Right, man. Let's not. Uh, I don't know if I, I. I don't know if we need it. I don't know if we need it. I I, I think it's I think it's welcome. This is a no man's land time of the year so why the fuck not Finishing... i did I, I did i did stay home to watch games last night and tonight instead of going getting some final shopping done though so nice yeah i haven't yeah. done anything i got married for a reason that's she, <laughs> not she, your duty she handles that i kill spiders she does everything else um all right uh what, okay, so we we got split up. We got split in half. Doug, Doug, you got Washington and and the Eagles game out in North Carolina, yeah. right? Yeah, that was the local game on here. Yeah, and Trevor and I got uh, Trevor and I got the the Rams and Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks. You know what? I'm I'm not ready to bury them just yet. Um, I still think. Somehow Russ is gonna pull out a nine and eight record. I I still think he can pull it off. I don't know if it's mathematically possible, but you know, he's one of the great healers of all time. Maybe maybe he's gonna invent some kind of new math or something, but uh they're not dead yet. Like, Anything until, is possible in the eyes of the Lord. Until I see the body, they're not dead. Uh, there's this is like this is like some john wick shit i want to see if i'm if if you're gonna tell me john wick's dead i want to see the body definitely like they're not even they're not they're like they're okay so they are gonna have a losing season for the first time in russ's career um (sighs) but not eliminated from the playoffs necessarily no a lot of football yeah. left. Uh, Eight and nine well, might make it. It's, it's it's possible. It's like nah. there's only only five teams have been eliminated right now. I think the Bears, Lions, Jags, um, probably the Texans, and Lions. Jets. Jets you said Lions. I said the Lions. Yeah. So I'm thinking Lions, Jets, Texans, Jags, and. 
Lions, Jets, Texans, Jags, and Bears. 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 Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, I guess the, I mean, the, 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 really the only reason I was watching was to see if I beat Trevor in fantasy football playoffs. And I beat him. Since you brought it up. <laughs> I beat him. No big deal. I beat him. Did you know that, Trevor? You know that you, you know that you lost. What I what I lose? There was a at the end of the season after. Um, well, this week after week fourteen, so week fifteen starts the fantasy football playoffs, and you and I were playing each other, and and I just I won. And is that okay? It's fine. <laughs> well, you know what it was. I didn't. I didn't have much hope for that team coming into the season. Um, I had a couple guys hurt, and wasn't probably wasn't my best draft. So that that team overperformed for sure. Um, but of course, you know what I had. I had three players in double digits. So yeah, be my, like that was that's just fucking like that team firing scores 150 points a week usually, or it did. So. Just ran into one of those shit weeks. Um, it's all about time, yeah, me, yeah, me, me fucking too. It, it, this week just sucked <coughs> for fantasy. Like I, yeah, I, I had I, I had Brady who did dick. Um, right. Zero points. Jeez, Buccaneers. Assorted other players that just it was just an awful day for fan for a week for fantasy. Um, and next week. Like Tyree Kill is is on the COVID list. That's gonna fuck some things up for me personally. I don't care about anybody else's team. Um, but but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't know what they're gonna do with COVID, man. It's gonna. I mean, I I know they're adjusting who they're testing and everything, which makes sense. Like my wife, you know, who works at the hospital, is sitting there going like, shut everything down, and I'm like. Well, like, listen, we're, if I'm not symptomatic, so I've been, I've, I've, I've got both my vac- vaccinations. I'm going for my booster this week. Um, if I'm not symptomatic, I'm going to go everywhere. Um, I'll wear my mask where the state tells me to wear my mask and all that other stuff, but I can, I can go anywhere and, and do just about anything. And, and ever the government has basically said, like, hey, that's fine. You're not symptomatic. You're vaccinated. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and but like the so the football players who were like healthier and on the whole and basketball players and on the whole more have a higher vaccination rate than the general population were having this like extra onus put on them, this extra burden put on them to not only be asymptomatic, but also test positive, test negative every week. Um, and I think that, I think I'm perfectly okay with them. Like all the, all the regulations last year made sense. Everything also makes sense now what they're doing in terms of like, Hey, if you're not, if you're vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, fucking get after it. Go out there. We we don't even want to. We we if you're asymptomatic, we don't even want to know if you're positive. So, yeah, I'm 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 good with it. Yeah, this is gonna be. I mean, all these guys like Browns had twenty something guys out. I don't know how many 
Rams were up. The Rams were at like 25. That's half a roster. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I think they're doing the right thing by everybody. Like, I think it's, 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 I mean, with the way that this thing is spreading, like, I think the, the basketball, like, NBA had something like 86 tests all season that came back positive and like 60 of them were in the last seven days or some shit like it's taken off again um but they seem to be managing it so i'm i'm optimistic that we'll be able to have a season that ends on time the worst possible thing would be that it impacts the playoffs in some way like you have a browns type situation where, you know, you've got Nick Mullen starting a fucking NFC championship game. Like, that would be the yeah. worst case scenario. Because they, they would push back the Super Bowl, I feel like. Um, or they'd figure out something with the Super Bowl. They're not going to make Nick Mullen start a Super Bowl. You would um, hope. God, you'd hope. I was gonna I was gonna rewatch the Browns Raiders game just to just because it seemed like a, a, a wild and wacky game. But then I realized I've watched enough Nick Mullins football to last me a lifetime. And I don't, he, see, I don't, do I don't like, like he, he, he had a couple of like good wins for the Niners when he played, when he filled in, like, I don't know. I feel like that, you know, I'd be rooting for him, but I guess I was certainly, right. I was certainly pro Nick Mullins, like winning for the Browns. And I was pro Nick Mullins winning for the 49ers, but I was never sure. in that kind of like Nick Mullins needs a shot to start over Jimmy G. It's like, are you fucking no. insane? No, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, of course you're going to say fuck that because that's ridiculous. It's more of, you know, come on, Timmy, you can do it, right? Like, he's just, sure, yeah. just kind of want to root for the fucking guy. Yeah, no, he's he's a, an underdog, you know, football just a football guy. Yeah, um, like he's he's got to be one of the better third string quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's I mean, probably that, better he's probably better than half of those uh, you know, second string quarterbacks. He probably has a lot more big game experience. Has made more plays, probably that. has more if, wins. If, if, if Nick Mullins was starting, it stopped being a big game for the 49ers. It was like it that that stat about Jimmy G, like Jim, the, the Niners have like a 600, 680 winning percentage with Jimmy G, and they've got a, a 240 winning percentage with anybody but Jimmy G under Kyle Shanahan. Like right. Nick, Nick Mullins is fine, and he threw for plenty of yards, but he's not. I'd he's rather not have a guy you're, what it, I'd rather have Nick Mullins starting for the Giants right now than Mr. Fucking Giraffic. Yes. He's <laughs> terrible. Yes. At least he looks good. He's terrible. <laughs> Nick Mullins. Yes. I, I don't know why I'm blanking on his fucking name because I just I don't even know. Glennon. Glennon. Thank Glennon. you. Thank you. Mike Glennon. Yeah. I'd much rather have Timmy than fucking Mike, than Mike Glennon on my team. I like Giraffe Dick. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that felt good. He's so bad. He's mostly Adam's apple. It's all it's so so much neck. Yeah, the, the human body is ninety six percent water or something, but he he's actually 
forty percent Adam's apple. Yeah, he's got to have <laughs> at least five five extra vertebrae. Yeah, like does the calories? Does he have to eat more just because he's burning so much extra calories, pushing that, pushing the food down? I don't, I don't know. Right, like does he have problems swallowing because it's, it has to go so far? Right. Does he have to chew his food longer? It's probably easier. There's just so much. I mean, he can get stuff off the high branches. That's for sure. I mean, there's like, yeah, there's. I mean, it's just gravity working at some point when you get in that yeah. neck. Like, if he's thirsty, he's probably he's got a really like he his thirst isn't quenched for a no, while. No, there's a delay. Take, there's like a uh, like there's like a four right. second. Yeah, it's a four second delay. It's just a travel. Yeah, longer. he's thirsty for two. It's like being a pregnant woman. Only it's his neck instead of a body <laughs> growing inside. <laughs> It's like he's six one to the you see or he's six three to the shoulders. He's six <laughs> six. Uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Mike, I mean Mike Nick Mullins is I feel like Mullins has a little bit more. I mean, he's got more character, like some spunk. You'll find yourself wanting to root for the guy. Like Mike Lennon, you're like, come on, Dick. Like this is yeah. not be terrible. And Mullins thing. did all right. I mean Yeah. He had a decent I think he had said he had like the well, he had like a top Seven QBR this week. Uh, right, I mean, he's, like, he's, you know. he's definitely like I'm fucking stoked to be here, guy. That's for sure. Yeah, he's got to be great a, for locker rooms. An absolute gamer guy yeah. that is gonna. Yeah. He's he's about three years away from being a quarterbacks coach somewhere. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, you know he's it's. If he had a if if he was five years older, we'd be calling him Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I mean, that's like the yeah. the problem with Nick Mullins is that he didn't have to. He wasn't applying to law school. When I think, they, but I, when they I think him. like Tyler Heineke or Taylor Heineke, you know, probably threw some ragers in high school. I don't think Nick Mullins did. I don't know, man. It's you know, QB one. He's been QB one everywhere. Southern you know? Miss. The um no, but I mean like it's a branding problem for for Nick Mullins. He was he's like just reminds me of that kid that like like went through puberty early and had a weird mustache and just happened to be like a really good wrestler, but like nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew. <laughs> like that kid, that's that's a that kid's fucking number three in the county. Get the fuck out of here. That's just this is my Nick Mullins vibes. Nicky Mullins. I'm saying you're wrong. Um, the the uh, I guess the so we had a Saturday, we had a Thursday game, which we already talked about. Then we had a Saturday game. We had X number of Sunday games. We had the two sa- Monday games and two Saturday, Tuesday uh, games. The Saturday game was scheduled, though, right? This is when Saturday games start. Yes, yeah. correct. Okay, right. All right. There were supposed correct. to be two Saturday games. Browns were supposed to play Saturday. Right. Luckily, they were able to push it back two days, and we were able to get three extra guys off the COVID list. So it was worth it. And that one one of those guys tore his Achilles. So I'm sure he's stoked. (laughs) Who tore their Achilles? Uh, Tack McKinley. Oh, Jesus. Fresh off the COVID list onto the season-ending IR with the worst injury you can get. Well, the um, the draft went uh, five wins for Doug, three for not Joe, 
three for Trevor, and none of our first round picks won. Yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks Arizona, I... all lost. How about that? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, um, but the, 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 me and a couple of the meme guys were having the discussion and I figured we'd have it here, but like we're getting down to it's week 15. We're going into week 16 and the MVP race is starting to like three guys have started to separate themselves from everybody else. So, and, and feel free to add to this, but I think it's, I think it's only going to be one of three guys. It's either going to be Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Jonathan Taylor. Do we have any other names that we could put in there? Um, I think, I think we need to freaking add like Cooper Cup and like Debo in there. I'd rather see those guys in there than the old quarterbacks. They've won enough. Those two and Jonathan Taylor would be my top three. Boom. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is is getting real high on that list. Yeah. Right. It's it's just a shame, and I think it was. Um, I'm sorry, my fucking brain is all over the place today. Um, the ex dealer commentator, um, the guy in ESPN, Ryan, Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Here we go. This is live. Um, <laughs> Ryan Clark was saying, like, this is this is an amazing team, but 
Carson Wentz is their weak point. They're they're still we he said we've been saying it since Andrew Luck left. They're a quarterback away from a Super Bowl, and they're still a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. Any of the big games that Car- that they've won, Carson Wentz has not been a factor. He's just not fucked up. Like that's the, that's what they need out of Carson Wentz. They don't need a big game out of him. They just need him not to fuck up. The Colts give me very 2019 49ers vibes. Which is what you're saying. It's an amazing running game. It's a yeah. great defense. They even have DeForest Buckner. I mean, imagine, see, imagine Luck not fucking retiring. Yeah. Right? This would be classy AFC. Like, they... Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad in a way. If he was healthy and playing well, it would be. Sure, sure. That guy stopped right. playing well and couldn't stay healthy. Those and, last you know, couple years, you know, and you know, not not having Carson Wentz on the team. Yeah. And Rivers, like you, you, I, I thought Rivers would have really kind of been the answer for him. But I, you know, it wasn't as, that wasn't as a complete of as complete of a team as it is now. Yeah. The um the thing about the the Carson Wentz part is, um. He's they gave up a first round pick for a guy that just threw for like 57 yards in a win. Like they 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 traded him for a two that would upgrade to a one if he got enough snaps, basically if he stayed healthy for three quarters of the year or made the playoffs. And he hit the 75% mark, basically what they're projecting the 75% mark to be. And so he is now costing the Colts a first round pick to do stuff that what Gardner Minshew could have done for a six-round pick. Gardner Minshew Minshew would have more wins on that team than Carson Wentz. There's a a lot of guys they could have had for not a first-round pick and not even a second-round pick. But that was the relationship, right? That was the the, uh, head coach's relationship they had at Philly. That was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's why they were they were so prepared to give up the the ex, the the high pick was because it's like, oh okay, we can they're projecting that hey, this will be worth it if we can return him to MVP right. level Carson Wentz. It felt good. Um but yeah, he's he's not there. No. And they're not, not. and they're not even and they're not even using him in a way that like they are you know, Jonathan Taylor over the last like five, six weeks is getting 25, 30 carries almost every game. Um, they are they're taking the ball out of Carson Wentz's hand. I fully expect to see uh, I think he only threw the ball like 12 times. Um, the Colts are going into the play. If, if the Colts are going to make the playoffs and it looks like they will. um that they're going to end up, they they might try and you know have a 49er style, you know, Jimmy only throws the ball eight to fifteen times in a game, and we're just going to run the ball and play good defense, approach to the playoffs, and see if they can get there. I don't think that's going to work in the AFC, um, but it's not, um, it's not unheard of what they're doing. It's just weird that they give up a first round pick for the guy. I mean, it was a rocky start. What were they one and four to start? Yeah, uh, seven and two since then. That's it's working. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Um. So you got Jonathan Taylor, I, who I think should win it. Yes, me too. Um. 
the the problem is, and here's where I think Brady, the all the injuries on the Bucks actually work against Jonathan Taylor. Because and I say this every year in the lead up to the in, to lead up to the season, that the only way a running back is gonna win it is one, they've got to have some kind of crazy season. They've got to carry their team offensively with a quarterback that's basically doing nothing. Um, so check, check and check. check yeah. um, <laughs> and the quarterbacks can't be that good or they're going to cancel each other out. And going into this week, you could envision Brady and Rodgers because Rodgers isn't having the season he had last year. Even with an extra game, he's not going to throw 48 touchdowns. He's throwing for about the same amount of yards per game. Um, so he's going to throw fewer touchdowns even with an extra game. He's throwing for the same amount of yards per game, same interception rate. So he's having the same season as last year except less explosive, less touchdowns. Then you've got Brady, who was having a great statistical season, but you've got all of the fucking Brady fatigue, right? And it's like, do are we really going to give – this guy another fucking accolade um, right. or could, or could we give it to somebody else? Can we find an excuse to give it to somebody else? This is the Carl Malone and Charles Barkley winning uh, MVPs argument, right? While Jordan was, was still in the league. Um, the, or more current, you know, this LeBron not winning the MVP basically every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so now with Brady, with the with the injuries to the Bucks, so Fournette is out for basically the remainder of the season. They just signed Le'Veon Bell. Evans, I haven't heard anything on, but he tweaked his hamstring, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then Godwin tore his ACL. Yeah, Godwin's out for the remainder of, of season and postseason. Fournette's out for the season. Yeah, and, and, and Godwin might not be back till mid-next year. Right. Um. But if so, so either Brady is going to, there's, I guess there's three options. Only one of them is good for Jonathan Taylor. So this is all looking through the prism of we want, we're trying to engineer Jonathan Taylor's MVP campaign. If Brady is great without those guys, all of a sudden the narrative shifts to, hey, the old guy is fucking carrying this yeah. team. Yeah. Right? He, he, he wins hands down if he starts. If he's killing it with you know uh, you know third string receivers, well, I, hands hands down, there's no argument if that's the case. If he right. keeps up, if he keeps up what he's doing, then he's out of it. If if he has more games like the Saints, then he's completely right. out of it. And now it's just Rodgers versus Taylor, right? So in one scenario, Brady kills it and 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 chips away at Rodgers' candidacy, candidacy, right? Because. Brady's got the Brady would have the narrative of like, oh, the old guy put his team on his back after all these devastating injuries. Yeah. Brady's the one carrying him the last four, three, four games. Right. Um, if Brady Which probably won't off, happen, they're not in must win scenarios. So, I mean, if they're going for the number one seed, they are. Yeah, that's true. So, if Brady falls off, Rodgers now is the premier quarterback in the league. And he's got the argument as, well, I'm the best quarterback on the best team. We're going to have the number one seed. That's usually the MVP. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, but if that doesn't happen. And 
so then you've got well let's look um, at you want to look at remaining schedules for the Colts and the Packers the Colts is kind of nasty I think I think it is too and the Packers you know have their divisional games end of the year right divisional games so they're gonna win so the Browns play next Browns play the Packers <clears throat> on Christmas Day what a treat Colts got the Cardinals Raiders and Jaguars oh okay they can run on all of those teams. Yeah. Yeah. If the, Card- I mean, if the Cardinals lose another, wow. I mean, if he's got a buck fifty in him for each of those games, right? I mean, at twenty five, thirty yards a carry, like that's that might even be on the light side. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Averaging about fifty for those three games, you know, four four to six touchdowns. That puts him over probably twenty one hundred yards, something like that. Yeah. Um, and and oh, here's but here's the other thing: if the Titans, if when Adrian Peterson won it, he won it as a running back who ran for two thousand yards on a wild card team, and basically dragged that offense led led by quote unquote Christian Ponder um, to the playoffs. Like it was just Adrian Peterson. Um, with now that was a wild card team. If the fucking Colts actually, because they're close in the division, I think maybe only a game back. Yeah, just one game. Yep, they can win out. If yeah. if the if the Colts win the division, that I think, and Taylor finishes strong. Right, he can't have a Josh right. Jacobs thing where Josh gave Jacobs is gonna win offensive rookie of the year and then just shits the bed in December. Like now granted we're halfway through December, two thirds of the way through December already, but yeah. we've still got three games. But Johnson same scenario, right? Can't shit the bed. Right. But if they win the division. Per, yeah, if they went out 150 yards per, he becomes that's a very tight race with with uh with Rogers. That becomes if they win the division, it's a very tight race with either quarterback on their own. I think he wins it hands down. Um uh, by no means like unanimous, like Brady and Rogers are going to get their votes. But the, yeah. the the hope, if you're a Jonathan Taylor fan or just a fan of somebody other than a quarterback winning it, which is kind of my position, sure. um, that, you know, it ends up being, you know, 17, or, you know, let's see here. It's like 15 votes for Brady. Um. 15 votes for Rodgers and 20 for Taylor. And there's your, he doesn't have the majority, but he's got a plurality of the votes and sure. becomes the MVP. Right. And, 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 and just to say something about, you know, a non-quarterback winning, they, they have to stand out so much more. These guys have to have just actual, absolutely fucking epic seasons. And, and, yeah, and all those boxes need to be checked, like you and said. I, and that's where Doug's coming with the Cooper Cup thing, right? And the Debo yeah. thing. Um, you know, it would be what what Cooper Debo Cup. has Cup done is... to the 49ers in terms of basically switching positions midseason. Sure. And becoming a elite running back, right. even though he doesn't even go to the running back meetings. Um, is <laughs> like he's not in the running back room. They just go here, run this play. This is where it's going to go, and he fucking yeah. takes it to the house. Like yeah. more often than not, it's insane. 
I mean, um, but you know, and then Cup is on a you know, Cup is already broken you know Isaac Bruce records, and they've still got three games to play. Like he's going to have one of the all time great receiving seasons. wide receiver seasons. Yeah, well, it's this, just oh, really fu- like it's hard for running backs to win it. It's fucking impossible for a receiver. For, yeah, I mean, if Stafford were to sneak, if if the Rams were to overtake the Cardinals because they're tied now, both ten and four, the Cardinals have the edge in the division. But if the if the Rams were to overtake the Cardinals, um. Maybe maybe Stafford works his way in there. Yeah, but he's just had some nah nah. He's just had some fucking bad games though. I'd agree. Well, I, mean, but I mean, like the Cardinals is- look. The Cardinals have the Colts, Cowboys, ver- home against the Colts at the Cowboys, home against the Seahawks. Um, that looks like one and two to me. Like and and they're doing it without DeAndre Hopkins, right? Um, I mean, Cooper Cup has – he's going to finish the season with the most receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's going to – like in the entire league. Yeah. He's going to lead those three categories, which hasn't been done since I think Steve – I think Steve Smith did it back in like 2005 or whatever. He needs to be um, in the I conversation, did. that's for sure. Yeah. But 1,625 yards, 14 touchdowns, 122 receptions, the most first-down receptions, like – He's like having a ridiculous year. He's getting there's slept just, on a little bit, I think. There's just not that thing that like, oh, the wide receivers carrying the team. Right? That's the that's just that's that's not a narrative that ever breaks through. Yeah, that's I the mean, problem. Yeah. That's the problem yeah. with the wide receiver stuff. Yeah. So like, even oh, with, like Yeah. Debo Debo if Debo absolutely balls out for the rest of the season, he would have arguably a better you know nomination because of his you know he's, he's multifaceted he's mm. playing different positions he's stepping into something he's more not more dominant he's more versatile he's used more it it's it, there's there's the um and again this is all narrative stuff i mean it's like sure. i would you know I, I cooper cup is probably a better wide receiver than 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 debo um but from it's the narrative of like Oh, the Niners running game was was everybody was banged up and Mostert was out and Jeff Wilson was out and Elijah Mitchell was banged up and who'd they turn to? Oh, their wide receiver who already had a thousand yards to carry them while everybody else got healthy. So yeah, if you were to come back and over these next three games, like especially like so he's, they've got a Thursday night game this week, um of uh, you know, short week on the road national television if debo pops right like you know um i think i think cup is a shoe in for offensive player of the year um but you know there's there's it it's going to be i mean the the three offensive player of the years guys that come to mind are are jonathan taylor cup and debo like i'm not i'm not getting a ton of other guys that are getting a bunch of pub right now. Right. And that's typically, you know, outside of your MVP, it's the second place, basically. It's the, it's the, it's the MVP of non quarterbacks. Right. You know? right. Um, 
So that's, I mean, that's how I see the MVP race. You guys see any? No, I mean, that's, I think that's, I think you nailed it on, you know, nail on the head with that. Then, yeah, the narratives needed, you know, basically every one of those teams needs to win out prolifically, right? More so, um, Jonathan Taylor. More, more so, yeah, more the, the every extra win helps Jonathan Taylor more than, because yeah. it's really hard to win back to back MVPs. And it's real, it's even harder when you're, when, your second year is not quite as stellar as your first year. Right. Right. Like, when, when the follow-up year is like, you know, if Rogers had come out and thrown 55 touchdowns, if that was the pace he's on right now, then it'd be like, wow, he's having back-to-back MVP seasons. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to have last year's season, even with the, the extra game. And like, it's like, I think Peyton Favre and Montana are like the only guys in my lifetime our lifetime that have won back-to-back MVPs. Um, so it's really fucking hard to do. Not that Rogers isn't on any of their level. Like right. He's, he's in that company, know, but I mean, he needs to have, yeah, he needs to have, you know, 500 yard game, four touchdown games in these next three. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to really fucking say, he's going to have to do something crazy, but like, again, he's, he's not even going to get back to his year last year, which is, you know, this is like it goes back to the Lamar thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he peaked. Well, of course he fucking peaked. He won the MVP. That's really fucking hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But they don't have another award called double MVP or super MVP. Like that's right. the best. If you get one of those seasons, that's enough. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's gonna be your best enough. Season. It's gonna be the best one. Yeah. Um <laughs> all right, but okay, so. So switching gears a little bit, um, uh, Pro Football Focus put out an article today basically with five quote-unquote realistic trade scenarios for and compensation packages for five quarterbacks that they think would be on the move. And the quarterbacks they did were Rodgers, Russell Wilson, uh, Derek Carr, Jimmy G., and one that really surprised me because I thought that his cap situation was worse. Right. I was going to bring that up because I got shot down pretty hard on that one. I thought his cap situation was terrible. Like I thought they like, but Kirk Cousins is is mentioned in this article with right. a very reasonable cap hit to the to the Vikings if they were to move him. And so they've got Rodgers to the Broncos for like two firsts and two seconds or something like that. Just Just to point out, kids and listeners, that's how relevant we are. The PFF's putting out an article like this about a conversation on this pod we had, I don't know, what, a month ago? <laughs> right. Jack and well, I-, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the impact that um, that this podcast had on the Nick Bosa um, uh, comeback player of the year on. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Wait, um, baby. Wait. The, uh, so Rodgers to the Broncos for basically two firsts and two seconds. Russell Wilson to the Saints for a similar package. Um Cousins to the Steelers, which Ew. was, I mean, Doug, you'd be thrilled, right? Oh, God. Sure. That'd That'd be great. Great. <laughs> um, Derek Carr to the Washington football team and Jimmy G to the Panthers. Jimmy G to the Panthers just, it, it's, it just feels so right because it's just so fucking beige. I don't think the Niners it, would do that to Jimmy. It's so beige. It just makes total sense. Like it's really not going to do much for the Panthers. It's not going to do much for Jimmy. 
they're just going to remain this kind of innocu- innocuous team. Like it's just, it, 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 it feels like, you know, it, it just, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. You don't think the Niners good. would take a second round pick for Jimmy? I, second to fourth? Is this, they definitely that's what this is saying? I Listen, I think that by the end of this, there's going to be enough teams that the Niners are able to get a Carson Wentz type offer that they get a second that converts to a first. If Jimmy stays healthy, they make the playoffs. The, the new team makes the playoffs. I think that would be um, the Niners. I think will send him anywhere for a first. Um, but the problem is, is that Jimmy's on the last year of his contract and he's going to want a new contract as part of the trade. Not that he can, because his other option is, okay, well, then you can just cut me. That's Jimmy's leverage is, I don't, I'm not going to re-sign with this team. Um, So the pan, like that's where a Panthers deal, I think could fall apart, right? Would would be, I'm not going to re-sign with this team. I will tell them I'm not re-signing with them. That makes them back out, lowers the Niners leverage. And then the Niners are sitting there going like, well, fuck the teams that Jimmy wants to play for don't want to give up the first. And so they end up taking a really shitty pick to, to get something for him so that they don't have to cut him um, and get nothing. That's where, but I think that I expect that the Niners will try and do right. The kind of the way they did with Alex Smith was they sent Alex Smith to Andy Reed and, and maybe took less than they could have gotten elsewhere, but they put, Alex Smith in a position where he could succeed. I imagine that that's the Niners will hope to do something like that. Um, And that's why I think that like the teams that miss out on Rogers and Russ, they left off Deshaun Watson in this article. Um, But the teams that miss out on Rogers and Russ, I think will, will like, if the Saints, for instance, if the Saints were to miss out on those guys, say Rodgers goes to the Steelers, Russ goes to the Broncos, and the Saints are sitting there going like, fuck, what do we do? Um, I think that there's, you know, there's there's room there for Jimmy to, to find mean, his way to a good team. I mean, Jameis, Jameis will, is, will be ready to play at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. Um, he's so just, I mean, he's, they're not—they're not as—they're not, not as desperate as some other teams may be. They're not as desperate as the Steelers. They're not as desperate as the Broncos. Like they still have Taysom Hill, who they—they they paid a lot of money for, right? And so to them, I don't think they're—they're gonna—they're gonna be in the the talk, but I don't think they're gonna fucking sell the farm for anybody. No, I I well, I mean, I think they'd sell the farm for Rogers or Russ and and everybody else. They'd they'd see what the market was, but right. I mean, like. I'd even say just Rodgers. I don't know about Russ. He's, I mean, although he is obviously the uh, hands down MVP favorite this season, um, <laughs> and, and and he's playing like it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just don't think um, he's not hurt. He's not helping himself right now. And you got to figure too. Some of these teams, someone's drafting a quarterback in the first round. There's going to be a couple drafted. So yeah, but we talked about there's no real standout, right? There's nobody that's automatic starter potential is there just saying like one of these teams might not be in the market right. for a veteran quarterback because they end up with the first round pick 
But, right. but yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a couple. There always is, you know. Sure. But I would but, I would I would hate to see Jimmy on the Panthers. Like it makes would... it just makes sense though. It's it's like it just yep that makes sense. Just all right. There's that's where Jimmy goes to die. Um, the uh, got the Texans maybe make sense because they've got you know they've got the old Patriots GM down there. Maybe he overpays for them. Yeah, um, that would make sense. Yeah. Um. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think on. You know, the Bears have Justin Fields. It would be, it'd be fucking cool for Jimmy to go back and, and play in Chicago, but they've got Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, maybe the maybe the Vikings are. Right. You know, maybe they, they they flip Kirk Cousins and try and get Jimmy to take. A, <laughs> yeah. You know. Similar style offense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Clint, uh, uh, it's run by Clint Kubiak, who was the son of Gary Kubiak, who was Mike Shanahan's offensive coordinator, who is related to Kyle Shanahan. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's it's very incestuous between the the Niners and the Vikings. Um, I don't yeah. see the Vikings trading Cousins. I feel like, I've uh, God, you've got Justin Jefferson, you've got Adam Thielen. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna blow? Are you gonna blow that up? I mean, most of those, any of those quarterbacks are looking at that team too. Would you? I, I guess would you go non-competitive, right? Like, Kellen Mond is potentially non-competitive, right? Um, and this is a it's a borderline playoff team as they sit right now. Maybe they just need some some new juice, right? But. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, we've talked about that. This is that's a very talented team, very talented. Yeah. But if you replace the coach, you know, a lot of coaches want their quarterback. They like they pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if that's that's could be the the end of that uh, regime. Oh, I, be, I was as we mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I, I I even posted about it yesterday. I was like, this is this is the. Um, I didn't use these words. I was I was going to, but it was basically like the. The Vikings and Bears are going to be. It, it was the coaches who aren't going to be here next year. Bull, um, like Dan Dan Campbell is going to be the second longest tenured coach in that division next year. <laughs> you will you both of those teams will have rookie rookie head coaches next year. Um, or not maybe not rookie, but like first year in in the division. So, um. I mean, Rodgers to the Vikings really would be the most dangerous team, I think. That's it's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. But, I mean. And that would be funny to see both Favre and Rodgers go to Minnesota. Right. Brett Favre did a year in purgatory just to just to make his way to Minnesota. Yeah. Had, um, to, send, had to send a dick pic, too. Yeah. Had, yeah. <laughs> had to – did whatever he could to get – out of Green Bay into wherever, and then back to Minnesota. Um, there, yeah. The, I mean, that would be like the Niners trading Jimmy G to the, to Seattle. Not, not kind of like. I mean, it would be like one tenth of. But you know, the the Seahawks trade Russ, and then they go, hey, uh, you know, what if we give you a third round pick for Jimmy? It's like, oh Jesus Christ! Don't make me fucking. Don't make me watch it. I was just I maybe I'm feeling a little just a little emotional about Jimmy right now because he was mic'd up for this Falcons game and 
he's he's he seems like a fun guy to play for. Like he's he is he is a raw raw guy out there, and it was fucking it was cool to fucking it was cool to watch. He's got nicknames for everybody. Calls all like Jeff Wilson's Hefe. I think he calls everybody on the team by their name in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, K- right. K- Kittle is Jorge. Um, <laughs> Jeff Wilson is Hefe. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um. Yeah, the receivers are all their numbers, like one nine, one five, one one. Um, or no, Ayuk was just B. Um, Debo was either one nine or just Bo. Um, which he doesn't need a nickname. I was gonna say, like you, you don't yeah, need Debo. To is pretty. You yeah. don't need to shorten Debo. That's as yeah, good as it gets, right there. It's just Debo. Other people are nicknamed Debo. Right. Um. Anyways, Jim, Jim, it was just, it was a, uh, it was, it was a good win for the Niners. Heartwarming. And, uh, um, and, and, uh, and yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy kind of was tugging at the heartstrings today. Um, speaking of, speaking of heartstrings, we'll, we'll take a, 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 a short Christmas, a short Christmas break here. Doug, you wanted, uh, you, you suggested Christmas movies for, uh, Seven Layer Nachos. So Boom. you know, I'm I'm with it. Tis the season. Oh man, I'm I thought you, I thought you were gonna make him talk about uh, Ohio people. <laughs> D- Doug, Doug Doug did put so I solicit uh, suggestions most weeks from from the boys for the agenda. Um, usually Doug's asleep because he's taking his North Carolina nap. By the time yeah. I actually suggest anything, um, Trevor responds. One out of four times, um, but this, <laughs> but this time both of them responded. I asked early enough; both of them responded, and Doug suggested um, both an Ohio people rant part two again, um, <laughs> part two, which which he has since calmed down from and backed off of. I'm um, so disappointed. Yeah, no, you just. I mean, there's there's a couple times a day where if you caught me. It would be a really good. It would be like, it it would probably be like a let's cancel Doug type rant and say some bad things. But yeah, no, it's just like I'm still. I'm just sitting there looking at Brown's Twitter, and there's like, there's people blaming Baker Mayfield, (laughs) like talking shit on. I was like, he didn't play. (laughs) It's just, just some of the comments people make. It's like you know we had like 25 people down, right? Like, it's just. It's, it's just ignorant. so just it's so ignorant. tone deaf. Yeah, yeah. ignorant. It's I don't ignorant. like it. Ignorant as fuck. Um, but at this point, I'm just I'm just kind of laughing at it now. But there's just so many stupid people, and they're all on Twitter having a voice. Well, they're, uh, they're from Ohio, man. And they're from Ohio. I know. I know. It's, I know you're proud, but you know. Well, I, I Doug oh. Doug is Doug is driving back there this week, so maybe maybe he's like, listen, <laughs> if I'll wait till New Year's, I'll, I'll wait till after the New uh, Year's. Any, any, the yeah, British, that British comedy oh. sketch where that that guy is just smacking everybody at a picnic, <laughs> even, even the kids. Yeah, yeah, that, like that's Doug hey, to Ohio. I'll be in Northeast Ohio. I'll be in Canton, Ohio, all weekend. If you want to come. Find me and say something <laughs> stupid about the Browns. I have my tack hammer with me. I'll take care of you. You mean is that what you call your left hand? 
that's not that's not a tack hammer guy. That's a that's a sledgehammer. Um. All right. So, uh, Christmas movies, seven layer nachos. Um, I mean, we we have a tradition. Like, I'm not a Christmas guy. I just it like I had a a, a buddy ask me like, uh, you know, you looking forward to you looking forward to the holidays? I said no. He goes, really? Why not? I'm like, you don't have kids. You yeah. don't you don't know what it's like. He goes, You don't you don't enjoy Christmas with your that's, kids? I'm like, there's that's two the joy. hours. You become Santa. It's the joy. There are there's two hours on Christmas morning where everything's fucking magical and their eyes are sparkling with delight. Um, but they're home for two weeks. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody nobody realizes that. And I don't know how to do the math on 24 times 14. Um, but there's something like 3,000 hours of them being at my house nonstop all day. And only two of them are magical. <laughs> so, no, I don't look forward to the fucking holidays. But anyways, um the one tradition that is like my part of it because i don't i don't decorate the tree <laughs> my wife and the kids do that um the five-year-old wanted us to put up uh, get the inflatable stuff for the front yard so we've got an eight-foot santa an eight-foot <laughs> elf and a six-foot fucking reindeer in the front yard right now um and but my the one tradition that at least my wife and I have is like when we're putting together presents, when we're setting everything up, Die Hard is playing in the background. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my that'll be my first contribution for Seven Layer Nachos is the best Christmas movie, Die Hard. Couldn't have said it any better. It's my it's my favorite movie to watch. It's my dude. It's my favorite movie to watch in the summer. <laughs> winter christmas i actually got i actually bought like three really stupid diehard christmas shirts this year that that, that there's no such thing yeah the the wife has the wife has a uh nakatomi tower uh holiday party t-shirt that she just got this year that's great that's fantastic yeah nice yeah i got something similar so it's we're not a, we're not drafting. We're just a good fucking movie. Yeah, we're so we're not drafting. We're just seven layering. Right. But you know, yeah, it's crazy. Just, just word associating. Die Hard Two is a Christmas movie, technically as well. It is. People don't know. People don't ever go to that one. Right. Because he's he's traveling for the holidays. Yep. Um, I I say a, a close second, if not a dual favorite is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation obviously. It's a given. Yeah. Christmas Vacation. <clears throat> you, you know what I'm going to say right now? Shit is full. I've never seen that movie. Oh my oh. god. What? Jeez. Dude. I've never seen that movie. Chevy Chase should be like how many Chevy Chase movies have you seen? Nachos Living a Lie. Um, I've seen a handful, like nothing but nothing but is it's nothing but trouble, right? The one with yeah. So yeah. he's your guy. He is, he is your guy. Just the sarcasm is so heavy. 
so i've subtle comedy nothing but trouble i've seen fletch um i've seen a handful um but like the i don't i don't know what it is but like i i just haven't i haven't seen that one i don't know why oh holy shit man so so good maybe i'll 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 bust it out and play catch up but i mean this is like this is like the the thing probably i ran through with caddyshack was like i i i appreciated caddy i didn't watch caddyshack till later in life and i appreciated it but you know i wasn't wasn't fucking rolling on the floor for it either no none of it is roll on the floor except for some stuff but it's yeah there has to be perspective on it but it's a classic it's a fucking classic yeah yeah you'll see it it's a fucking classic right planes trains and automobiles is also there yep that's That's a thanksgiving thanksgiving oh that's right that is right i'm sorry um uh, I think Elf is up there. I think Elf is a fucking fantastic movie. Elf is Elf on is repeat at my house right now. Yeah, that's a solid one. It is on repeat. Obviously, Home Alone uh, Christmas, is my uh, a Christmas story. Oh, Christmas story, yep. Fragile. I'm good. I'm good on Christmas story. Like it's just I'm good. I don't need to watch that movie. I've seen it. I don't need to watch it. I'm 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 fine without that being part of my life. Home Speaking Alone is more of a staple for me. I, I would story. I would I would appre- I like Home Alone, Home Alone, Elf, Die Hard. Those are probably my top three off the top of my head. Um, one that I uh, I hit every year is Scrooged. Oh my yes. fuck, I forgot Scrooge. That's yes, absolutely. perfect. That movie absolutely. is fucking perfect. I own yeah. that one. I, we actually, we I, actually just watched a very Murray Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Tonight, it's, it's it's wholesome. Um, I will I will add, um, and I think it'll probably be a new tradition, uh, here at the Not Joe household, but um, the uh Ted Lasso Christmas episode, I think, is probably going to be something that it's gets that's watched. classic. Yep, that's a great one gets watched every year almost like a christmas movie solid do you guys like uh gremlins I think gremlins is a christmas movie <laughs> isn't it yeah gremlins one and two both christmas movies i haven't seen those in fucking forever have you guys seen uh just friends yep is that the um ryan reynolds, ryan reynolds, ryan reynolds and reynolds. anna ferris amy smart or is it? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. No, I, Air, Air, Air France is in it too. Oh, okay, yeah. She's like. Is the that the one part. where he's where he, where he's thick? He's fat, and then and then he gets, and then he gets cool. He was big. <laughs> it's the, uh, the the Cat Williams line about stretch marks. Either you was big and got small, or you was small and got big. But either way, we fucking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh cat that's that's like travis's fucking favorite fucking thing to quote yeah he's a big game guy Ooh, too, isn't huh? that uh friday speaking of cat well it was friday the third friday movie is a christmas movie never seen the third friday movie i couldn't bring myself to do it is that the one where they live I, in the cul-de-sac the mall no next friday is uh, is the cul-de-sac one that i think I, friday after next is the one where at the mall right the, yeah, there's security guards 
Yeah, dude, it's I think it's funny. Shit. Oh. I like it. I like it better than the second one. I I didn't like the second one enough that I just stopped ruining like the first one yeah. is perfect and it's one it's probably my most watched movie of all time. Um, yeah. But uh Yeah. God, what about Harold and Kumar? A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yeah, that's one. Harold and Kumar movie. It's a solid yeah, one. I love those. Right. I love and those. Night Before is right there with that one. Similar. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. That's a classic. That's a go. Christmas movie? It is a Christmas yep. movie. Yeah. Yep. No, one, no wonder the fucking wife was watching that recently. She just, it's like she does a new fucking movie every fucking day. It's like, did you fucking cook a meal? Yeah. This, <laughs> I guess she's got a lot of extra time in her hands, doesn't she? Um, Two masters. Ha! Gets the, to work. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much fucking student loans we have because of your two master's degrees? <laughs> <laughs> got time for movies, huh? <laughs> fucking knit some shoes or something. Like, sell something on eBay for fuck's sake. Um, Get a side hustle. She makes double what I make. I know. Uh, <laughs> this is all tongue in cheek, obviously, Mrs. Nacho. If you're listening, you're where'd you wear? No, she doesn't. She's 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 too educated to listen to this piece of shit podcast. <laughs> she enjoys it. <laughs> the only the only thing she listens to of the podcast is me yelling through the floor, um, through my ceiling, her floor. She'll uh, she'll I'll I'll oh. come to bed and. All She'll three be, of what us. What were you yelling at Trevor about? All three of us idiots are in her top ten people in 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 the world. I'm. I mean, you, you two might, are. I'm, I don't know yeah, where I rank sometimes. You, you, but. You're you're ten. He's hanging on by a thread. I'm yeah, the, I'm 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 her Drew Brees. Sometimes I'm ten. Sometimes I'm eleven. <laughs> Depends on how she feels about Kurt Warner at any given time. Speaking of, I just saw. It trailer for that fucking movie that's just it's so bad oh uh, it's a I'm good not... story it's a good story it's a good story i don't know it's... if it's I don't, i'm not saying it's gonna be a good movie but dude the guy was bagging groceries and yeah it's a great oh it's a great story Super Bowl mvp but they're turning into like a fucking pg hallmark movie it's gonna be terrible yeah, yeah that's what i thought it was i thought it was like I... a hallmark movie <laughs> but it's not it's gonna be in theaters <laughs> there's <laughs> Trevor, it's not like they could possibly. I wouldn't want to see the R-rated version of like. Well, that's the thing. Kurt, it isn't. It isn't. That is not an R-rated story at that's all. That's what you I'm saying. Say. Kurt and you Brenda would like, that way. like R-rating that up so that you've got like sex scenes between two people with flat tops, like and the same haircut. I'm yeah, that's weird. Good. And and Anna Paquin is just not. It's the bad casting in that one. And well, the uh, um, the the Zach, I, what's his name? Zach Levy is Levy. He's playing Kurt. He's uh, he's Shazam, which is a Christmas movie. Bam, <laughs> full circle. <laughs> Shazam was good. I like Shazam. I like yeah. Too. Shazam was solid. Shazam is a good uh, comic book Christmas movie. Batman Returns, Iron Man Three. We got just so we're covering all the bases. If we're still doing that, I, was, <laughs> I got I got like six more movies. Yeah, Doug's still gonna, doing got, this. <laughs> Doug's gonna twelve to two all of us. But, Doug, are you are you are you just riffing these, or do you have yeah. no? No, he's just Christmas movies, college football players. Well, I, I have I have a list of like Christmas. You know, you know, I have high school, a high school process. movie collection. So I usually yeah. have a I usually bust a, bust them out during the holidays. And yeah, 
we're playing to your strength here. Yeah. Right in the wheelhouse for Doug. Yeah. But I think we hit all the big ones. Well, there's, all- there's, there's the one. The, there's there's Die Hard and then there's... Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life has to be mentioned. Yeah, there's there's definitely some classics. It's a Miracle on 34th Street and It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas Carol. But yeah. All right. Um, so we kind of talked about, I mean, we talked about the Bucks shit in the, we talked about the Bucks injuries. We talked about Brady, you know, shit in the bed amidst all those in- injuries and how he needs to play better if he's going to compete for the MVP. But like, or if they're going to win. Um, but now I guess we got to like, Losing nine nothing to the Saints. There was one graphic that they put up where they're like Peyton Manning and Drew Brees were never shut out in their careers, and Tom Brady's been shut out three <coughs> times. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. I don't care how many times he's been shut out. He could have been shut out twenty fucking times. I still wouldn't care. The man has seven rings. Stop making up fucking things to make it seem like he's not the greatest fucking quarterback of all time. End of mini rant. Um the uh but i the bucks might be in trouble like what what is mike evans prognosis does anybody know i didn't i didn't research that ahead of time just uh pretty sure it's just week to week hamstring but i i had the same thought um this this is might be a week you you could point at saying that was kind of the buccaneers window closing um zero points all the injuries um, all of a sudden, you might be losing your home field advantage. Now you ha- you're going to have to go to Green Bay and play instead of playing in Tampa, which wasn't a problem last year, I guess. But it's a factor. But they were they were healthy last year compared to everybody else during their playoff run. And if that's not yeah, not, not year, so much, not so much. Um, but if I was I was going to ask you guys in the NFC, I mean. I the teams I don't want to play are the Packers and Niners. Everybody else I would have no problem paying playing. I don't think anybody wants to play the Colts. And the NFC. Oh, NFC. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm terrified any- of saying anything at this point. I don't think um, anybody's afraid of the Rams. I don't think anybody's afraid of the Cardinals. Cowboys, Cowboys starting a Cowboy. Right. Like their defense is starting to play a lot better, but the offense has fallen off. Yeah. Um, defense is playing lights out, really. I mean, they've got one of the lowest scoring, I think <clears throat> lowest or second lowest scoring uh, scoring defense in the NFC. They've got the best point differential, but... Yeah, it just uh, they're they're. See, so it's all the they... it's the ten win teams that I'm not afraid of. <laughs> the Cowboys, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Rams are looking very defeatable. Um, I mean the Cardinals, the Cardinals <laughs> against the Lions. I mean, like them losing to the Lions while they're supposedly fighting for. 
the number one seed. Uh, is the thing that everybody that isn't a Cardinals fan was was kind of maybe not losing to the Lions, but like Cliff Kingsbury was going to rear his pretty gorgeous little head at some point. Um, and something was going to get fucked up. Like, it's not... He's the reason Kyler, you know, when he's bad, man, he's bad. Um, and, uh, um, I think it might've been one of the, it might've, might've been one of the, the barstool guys that said like, sometimes he's just too short. Like he makes some throws sometimes that is just like, (laughs) you're too short to try that throw. Um, but the, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they expect and no DeAndre Hopkins for the remainder of the um season. He'll be back for the playoffs. Um, but they're gonna have to win they're gonna have to win four games to win a Super Bowl. They're not getting a bye. Um I wonder if the Cowboys could pull off a bye. I mean, I know they don't look great right now, but like that's exactly <coughs> the type of thing where you know, I mean, they have won three straight. Well, the Packers have a game on everybody, and they got the Browns, Vikings, and Lions left. Um, Viking, Vikings already beat them once, man. I mean, here's the other thing. It's like, am I worried about fight, facing the Packers? No, because Kirk Cousins beat them. Right. That's that's a major flaw in, and I'm 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 leaving out the Cousins curse. I'm I'm like. I'm just looking at this in terms of if the Vikings can beat you, you're beatable. Um, now, they're getting healthier. They're getting Zadarius Smith back soon. They're getting Eric Bakhtiari back soon. But, like, acclimating all these guys back in at the end of the season, especially a left tackle, like, that's not the easiest fucking thing in the world. Like, you don't, yeah. just, like, you don't just fall out of bed and fucking, you know, and I'm surprised he's. They've been saying he's been back since late October. Like, what's uh, what's taking what's, so long? What's the holdup? Yeah. So, like, I'm not. Um, and and listen, the way that and just in terms of the Niners, the Niners have a a a brutal weakness, um, in their with their cornerbacks but they can run the ball and they can get after the passer. And that's stuff that usually plays well in January. So, um, yeah, in terms of like teams, you don't want to play. I think, I think even if you beat the Niners in the playoffs, you're going to be sore afterwards. Like it's, it's like, it'll be, you're going to feel it. They're going to, um, yeah. They're gonna, you're gonna feel it. So, but yeah, I think, I think that the Cowboys aren't especially scary, even though, like, they've got Demarcus Lawrence back, and Micah Parsons is insane. Um, Trayvon Diggs, the Bucks are beat up. The Cardinals are still coached by Cliff Kingsbury. The Rams are, I'll just say it, the Rams are soft. Um, like that's a good, that's a good way. That's a good. Uh, they're just, way they're, they're just soft, and then. 
you got the Niners, and then any other team that fits in there is flawed, right? I mean, the Vikings, Eagles, Saints are the next three. Are they're all seven and seven? The Vikings are right now in the seventh spot, but um, this Vikings team isn't like they're playing everybody to one score games. When they play good teams, it's going to be um, like I think a good team in the playoffs is going to is going to beat them yeah. by handling. Um. So yeah, I mean the Bucks got to the Bucks got to get healthy, but this is this is going back to the MVP conversation. This is where Brady's gonna either win it, he's gonna win another MVP, or or be an afterthought. Is um, uh, you know, can can he carry the team the rest of the way? So football. But uh, yeah, I mean the 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 Cardinals and uh, good for Dan Campbell, man. Yeah, who's not rooting for Dan Campbell? Good for it's a good win for the program, you know. Going there, beating the, get, beating the beating the Cardinals, and uh, that's a good. They showed his post game speech, and uh, this you know those guys were those guys were in a good mood, man, as they should be. It so, should be for sure. Um, hopefully they can uh, they can they can build on that stuff, and, you know, string together a couple wins. Um, okay, so the Bosa bet, which I talked about on Thursday, and I was like, Bosa's five thousand plus five thousand for comeback player of the year. I'm gonna put some money on it. I'm gonna put at least a couple hundred bucks on it. I was thinking of going as high as like a thousand. Um, I uh, I wake up in the morning. I message Wheeze, and I'm like, because I can't, I don't have FanDuel or DraftKings. I can't make the bet myself. I'm like, hey, what's the what's the odds for? What are the odds right now for for Bosa for comeback player of the year? He's like plus twenty five hundred. I'm like, what the fuck? Like the <laughs> the day that I fuck that like we talked about on Thursday. So I've been thinking about this all day Wednesday. We run the podcast Thursday, um, and Thursday night, and then Friday. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna t- tell. I'm gonna tell Weiss to put some money on this, and uh, um, and it it had halved. It would have gone from plus five thousand to plus twenty five hundred because Derwin James got hurt. And the fucking Niners defensive coordinator was like, he needs to, it was out there going, he needs to be um he needs to be in the defensive player of the year conversation and he needs to be in the comeback player of the year conversation. And so those those three things happen, or two things happen. Well, then he goes and gets another sack, another force fumble, and gets like nine pressures uh against the Falcons. And right now, if you were to put a bet on Bosa, it's only plus one thousand. So it is gone from plus five thousand when uh, we were on this podcast last to five days later, and the odds are now uh, five times worse than they were. Sure. No, five times better, I guess. Five the, times better. The absolute relevancy of this podcast is unbelievable. Insane. I don't know whether. See, it's like I was worried about tainting Bosa and like. Bosa getting hurt. Well, yeah. Really, what the taint 
I, I put my own taint on myself. Exactly. The taint's real. And just instead of winning $25,000, I now am not going to win anything. Because I saw the 25 <laughs> to 1, and it's like, well, it's not 50 to 1, so fuck it. Yeah. 50 to 1 was like a real, like, oh, man, these guys these guys have fucked something up. Like, they don't know. And I can, and I've got, I can take advantage of it. Um, but at 25 to one, it's like, oh, okay. I guess with Dak, he's not a quarterback. It's like, yeah, this might be throwing some money away. At 50 to one, it wasn't throwing money away. It was like, shit, if this hits, it's fucking worth the loss. 25 to one, it was like at a thousand to one. Fuck that, dude. I'm good. Dude, I'm telling you, the guys in Vegas, they got some little dude that listens to all the podcasts out there and he, and he heard it. <laughs> Yeah, this fucking, somewhere. This fucking not Joe guy's making some good points, man. We gotta fucking drop this. There's an intern over there at, at Bally's doing it. So if if Bosa um wins comeback player of the year, I will have missed out on call it fifteen thousand dollars by several hours. Just several hours. So I'll be very upset with myself. Do it before so, you share it. Standard, not Joe procrastination. Um. Okay. Uh, did, did did you guys watch the Frank Gore fight? Did either of you spend sixty dollars to watch the Frank Gore fight? Cause, no. Um. Because me neither. Um. No, I, I watched it. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the meme. There's a lot okay. of Frank Gore memes going around. I did, I, I did see that. That was that was my thing. I was just like I I I was worried about Darren Williams' height, and I was worried about Frank turning into a meme. I didn't realize and, how big Darren Williams got. <clears throat> he was always a bigger dude. He's a point guard. Yeah, he's, he's a six he's foot three point guard though. But he's always like, been he had, stocky. Like even in college, he was a big dude. He's he had an eight inch reach advantage on Frank. And um, eight eight inch reach advantage. Jeez, I mean that's that's there it is right there. Yeah, like that's that's an that's an eternity. Those eight inches are an eternity in boxing. Yes. Um, especially for a guy that like is fighting his first fight, where it's like getting inside a guy with longer reach is like a special skill you need to you know hone over a career. Um, yeah. Not something you can just be like, oh, okay, we'll get in there. Now, here's what I will say for Frank. Because um, my brother texted me, and he's like, how, how is it going? I go, well, he's, how's Frank look? I go, inexperienced, but good? Like, it was, it wasn't, it was a good fight. Like, um, but Frank was very inexperienced. Like, the... Uh, Still handsome. Every, every time they clinched, um frank thought that like okay we're clinched so the ref will break it up and so frank would just stop fighting and darren williams that that meme that you see is because frank was clinched up with the guy the ref hadn't come over to split him up and frank thought that like he was going to get a chance to take a breath and back away let his hands just down by his hips and darren williams fucking rocked him and that look that frank has on his face is hey man you're not supposed to fucking do that <laughs> um but like frank kiss here's here's what at the end of the fight he almost got Darren, shoved out of the ring didn't he 
He also got shoved out of the ring. Yeah. 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 Um, at the end of the fight, Darren Williams looked worse. Yeah, he said, I'm, not, never, he said, I'm not never just that again. Not just because Frank is one of the five or ten most handsome people to ever walk the earth. Um, but because he had a gigantic fucking red fucking mark on his left eye. Like just a monster fucking Frank nailed him there a couple times. Um and and Frank looked fine. Like just nothing. Um and in the interview, Darren Williams goes first and like, hey Darren, will you do this again? And he was like, fuck no. I'm gonna take my old ass, I'm gonna let the professionals handle this. I am never doing this again. And that's after fighting a guy who had an eight inch reach advantage over um, and who was not by any, and who was also fighting his first fight. Like Frank rocked him enough that he's like, I will never fucking do this again. Um, And Frank, when they interviewed him, Frank was like, yeah, I got some things to work on. He's like, I had fun though. Um, and you know we'll see maybe we do it again i got some things i gotta work on i I definitely gotta punch my way out of the clinch and stuff like that so frank even in like in defeat was like talking way more positively about the experience than darren williams he's Um, he's a mutant he's unstoppable that guy he's he's and and the wife was just like she's like frank is so big i go yeah i'm like sweetheart he's my height She's like, what? I go, yeah, he's 5'9 and 210. He is 40 pounds on top of me. <laughs> and I looked up Frank's BMI just for fun. Yeah, he's obese on the BMI scale. Like, I'm I'm slightly overweight at, at 175. Frank is obese at, at 215, 210. So, Francis. Um, anyways, I, I, I'm glad I got the fight. I didn't breathe for... 15 minutes basically <laughs> um and i was real angry after like he lost and i was just it's, like I, I didn't have any patience with the kids i was like mad about stuff after um, you want to go <laughs> yeah like square up um but uh yeah I'm, I'm glad frank had a good time i did not have a good time and i didn't watch any of the other fights oh you didn't watch jake paul Destroy that Tyron Woodley guy? No, I didn't. Shit is fixed. Oh, for sure. Well, it's not even funny. The next one's Masvidal. If Masvidal agrees to it, that's uh, Masvidal's gonna, unless he gets paid off, obviously. But he's a. But I mean, it's, it's he's boxing. An absolute, he's an absolute savage. He's a great boxer. He started with Masvidal was on the like the undercards of Kimbo Slice's backyard boxing bare knuckle matches. What um you know that? How big is Masvidal? He's not that big. See, that's the other thing. J- yeah. uh, the, the the whoever Logan or Jake, I don't know who the fuck the whoever it is that's fighting. It's Jake. He outweighs these guys by like twenty or thirty pounds. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's a, he's a one maybe two weight classes uh, above the guys he's fighting typically. This um, is bullshit. Yeah, Masvidal is like right? five eleven, maybe maybe two hundred. This is this is what Google's for. Googs. 
Yeah, ball. Nah, buck seventy. He's Masvidal's five eleven, one seventy. Yeah. Oh and my Paul's god. Like what six three? Um, 50. six one, and he's a cruiserweight, which is. All right. Um. Fucking some, give me the weight fucking classes. Also referred to as a junior heavyweight. Like cruiserweight was what Evander Holyfield boxed at for a while. Um, the weight limit for cruiserweight is two hundred. Um, yeah, one ninety one. We weighed in at one ninety for his last fight. Yeah, so it's like. He's like, and the weight classes are typically like every ten pounds is a new weight class, right? So like, but Masvidal is is a is a fucking hood rat. Like he's he's scrappy as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, that's. Did you know that that's that's where he got his come up was with Kimbo? No, no idea. Like, yeah. I don't. I, I I don't know anything about any of these guys anymore. Like anything like past Chuck Liddell, it's just all the same shit to me. Yeah, I just haven't like. I know Anderson Silva was like I. I know some of the guys, but it's just I haven't. I haven't kept up on it. Yeah. Like BJ Penn, he doesn't fight anymore, right? Like, no. yeah, he's George been gone Saint for probably ten years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like George St. Pierre is in Marvel movies now. Like I'm. I just you know. That's where. That's the last. That's the last George St. Pierre fight I saw was the uh, Winter Soldier. Um. All right. What else we got? Um. Oh, the um. So analytics, right? Everybody's like fucking like out to get analytics these days because John Harbaugh has now gone for two at the end of games to try and win them and avoid overtime. I don't know that. Like, I'm not mad at his fucking decision. By any means, he's got a beat up roster and facing Aaron Rodgers. Like, I get no it. No kicker, no kicker, right? They had no kicker that game. No, no Tucker, Tucker was there. Fine, yeah. Oh, that's right. Who 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 was it? Panthers. Was I think the Panthers kicker. No, they're, they're doing like pre game. Yeah, like kicker tryouts. Yeah, that was yeah, the, Panthers. the Panthers. It was. Yeah, Zane Gonzalez got hurt. But the, yes. the interesting thing to me was that everybody's like pissed off about the analytics and the analytics and the analytics. And actually the analytics, from my understanding, were telling him to to um to kick the field goal. Like that it was like it was basically a toss up on what to do. Like it wasn't like this clear um it wasn't this clear like, hey, you know, you're adding five wind shares. Uh, or win point, win percentage points to your thing by going for it here. It was basically a toss up, and um, the uh, so th- this was actually more of a gut call and like old school football coach gut call. I'm not going to look at the math. Um, this was more of a gut call, it's just because it's going for two and because everybody wants to, especially coming off the Brandon Staley stuff and him going for it on fourth down all the time and, and it not working against the chiefs um, that people are, are uh, going after Jim Har or John Harbaugh for, for the same shit. Even, and it's just, anyway, it's just a, 
I just thought it's, it was uh, interesting that it wasn't that it wasn't actually a math based call. It was it was a gut call, but because it was aggressive, people are like, "Oh, well, it must have been because of analytics." Yeah, it's three uh, three games in a row. They've gone for two at the end of a game and not gotten it. So hindsight is always twenty twenty. When you yeah. don't get it, when you don't get it, it looks worse. So. I mean, you get your you get your backup quarterback. You're facing Aaron Rodgers. You got a chance to win the game if you get two yards. Yeah, like maybe, I mean, plus there was play, right? There was a there was a minute forty two left, right? So even if you get that two points, like dude, Rodgers is going to get it in field goal range. You know, he is in a minute forty two. So fuck it, go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, wait, shit, the Niners only left him thirty eight seconds. He still got the fucking field goal. Yeah. Um. The but the flip side of that though is so in so kind of like in uh, in baseball they've got uh, win shares and they've got all the, the different things and in football it's it's DVOA I think it's defense adjusted value over average or some shit like that um, it's basically a way and they've got DVOA for offense DVOA for defense DVOA for special teams and then you blend it all and that's your team's DVOA. Um, and the Niners are went into week 15 as the number eight team in the league. And the Falcons went in as the number 30 team in the league. But one team was six and seven and the other team was seven and six. So it's like this was, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we'd have been looking at this as been like, wow, these two teams are fighting for playoff spots. This is going to be a good game. And because of the analytics, Basically, the analytic the analytics guys, the guys that are like are, are looking at this based off more numbers, right? Are looking at this and going, if the Niners don't win by two scores, I'd be surprised because the 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 Falcons' record is so far outperforming their 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 profile, um, and that's what ended up happening. The Niners had that was an easy fucking game. I, yeah. and the Niners even put themselves in the hole, like. Fumbled the opening kickoff, had to make a fourth. Uh, they had, I think the Niners had three goal line stands inside their own 10, three goal line stands in one game or some shit. Um, and I can think of at least two. Um, the first one of the game, right? First, first drive of the game. Yeah. They had to, they four down goal line stand. Um, I mean, the game was 10 10 at one point and finished up 31 13. Like it, once the Niners got, kind of out of their own the shadow of their own end zone and you know got on got on a proper run they ripped off like i think three straight touchdowns at one point um and scored on four straight drives do you guys see debo knock uh aj terrell's mouthpiece out yeah good he's so fucking fun i love him so much debo (laughs) Um, but anyways, yeah, the Niners just the Niners just fucking whipped the Falcons as you would have expected if if you were not you dive, diving into the analytical stuff. Sure, if you just weren't you. Right, I wouldn't have touched that game to fucking save my life. Right, like I I refuse to make any picks either way from now on on the Niner game. Um, but shit. I don't know if I got anything else. You guys got anything else from week 15 or is it hockey time? Tuesday night hockey. 
I think it's I think it's hockey time. All right, Doug, music. All right, lots to talk about on this hockey corner. Lots of games, lots of action. Actually, no, not at all. The uh, NHL has been suspended. No more games uh, until the new year because of COVID. So that's no it. No shit. I did not know that. Yeah, that's it. That's done. Yeah, they were. Well, uh, fucking Christmas came early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were. Uh, they weren't doing, uh, you know, they weren't doing international uh, cross border games. They, they'd shut those down. Some of the Canadian teams were having no fans or half occupation. Um, and you know, it's, it's just running rampant. So they called it no, uh, no NHL players will be going to, uh, they're not sending a team to the, the Olympics either, which is, which is huge. Um, I think hockey is one of the, the bigger draws at the winter Olympics. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's ice, no hockey. Well, there's the ice. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.